Hey neighbors, welcome back to The Flower House. I'm your host, Tamara. And I'm your co-host, Christina. And today, we are going to talk about setting expectations. Now, before I let you speak, I feel like I do this all the time. I talk a lot, guys. But <laughs> before, before I let you speak, there is one note that I wanted to make. I guess not necessarily a note, just like a comment. So setting expectations can apply in so many things in our lives. Um, I think one of the first ways that we learn that people set expectations is through classes. And that's where we get like this grading system, right? Where a teacher says, hey, the expectation is that you can spell these 10 words within this week, right? And so if you can spell it, you get 100. If you miss three of them, you get a 70. And if you miss five of them, you get a 50 and you have to redo it. And, and we get used to that grading system, right? And that's, you know, an expectation that was set of us. It's like, this is what I expect of you, something to measure up to. You at least have to pass. That's the expectation, right? Um, you don't have to be 100, but you have to pass. And I feel like we go into our everyday lives and we deal with relationships and things like that. And we don't apply that same grading system. There's no longer a you need to pass in order to participate. It's just a lot of times it's, well, I'll take what I can get, even if what you're getting is 40% from someone. So I am here to say on my soapbox, start grading people in your life. And if they're failing, they either have to repeat the class or get kicked out of the class. That's that's my uh, first thoughts on setting expectations. So my first thoughts when we when we said we're gonna talk about setting expectations is more like, yeah, that's that's actually really important to do. Um, it's really important to set your expectations in a relationship with your friends, with your significant other, what kind of expectations you have because there can be a lot of disappointment if you have Absolutely. expectations of them and you don't make that clear. Life is not a Disney movie as much as I wish it was. <laughs> Everything is a Disney movie, honestly. So in a fantasy Disney theme, you wouldn't need expectations because they would exceed your expectations, right? It would be like, oh my God, he swooped me away. But <laughs> in real life, they don't. other people don't think like how you do. We all think differently. So one person's expectations might be different than another's let me tell you oh yeah humans have disappointed me <laughs> i'm always just like oh my god why are you not following the script that i had in my head but go <laughs> and that's something i hear is like don't set up expectations in your mind like don't have expectations and you'll never be disappointed and it's kind of just stupid it, it has it's true but it's also like well if you never set expectations then it's kind of like well, I'm not going to expect you to do anything for me. And it's kind of sad because you should expect some things, right? I, I feel like you should. So, but I think that the other person, they're not going to know what those expectations are unless you communicate that. And I feel like every other episode, communicate, communicate, communicate. We always like preach on communication, but exactly, I, it's, it's like the pillar of all of this, all these things we talk about could be solved, not maybe solved, but at least go better if you communicate. And expectations is 
one of those things, like laying down the groundwork, like, hey, this is this is what I expect of you. Tell me what you expect of me and we can meet, you know, we can make it work. Exactly. And you shouldn't have to meet in the middle for, you know, a lot of your expectations. If you have an expectation that, you know, your spouse or your friend or whoever should cook seven days a week and their expectation is that they should cook two days a week, then, you know, saying, hey, I'll cook four days a week or five days a week. That's something that you could compromise on. But if your expectation is, hey, I expect you not to cheat on me. Maybe you shouldn't compromise on that, you know? Like what if what if it's just a kiss? Like <laughs> like right, like like no, we're not compromising, Daryl. Like we are we're saying no is no, okay? Just right. full disclaimer, I don't know any Daryls. So if your name is Daryl, thanks for listening, Daryl. We appreciate you listening and I don't think that you cheat. I just picked the first name that I could think of. <laughs> So yeah, yeah Daryl. <laughs> yeah, Daryl. And if you're single and you down, then um, <laughs> just kidding. You don't sound like my type, but uh, but like meeting in the middle is something. It's more of like a compromise. You have to communicate in advance. You can't just be yes. like assuming like I'm not. I'm just gonna meet their expectations halfway. That's something you just gotta communicate because people expectations are really big to people it's kind of like them saying like depending on what it is like in a case like that it's like saying i'm counting on you to do this and i expect it of you and when you don't do it it's just kind of like oh well i trusted you to do that or you know what, what or happened not to do that yeah the, the ball was dropped why why was the ball dropped who dropped it and where did they drop it <laughs> i also think though we should also be setting realistic expectations. Yes. Like I said, life's not a Disney movie. I mean, if you have your life that Disney, Disney flair in your life with your significant other, that is amazing. And I'm very happy for you. But realistically, it's not always like that. Um, I'd be very uncomfortable if some guy that called himself a prince just happened to walk <laughs> in my house without my permission. It's just like, I'll take and kiss, hand. kiss you awake. Right. Like, bro, back up, please. Like this feels, uh, yeah. And society's standards. It's not <laughs> great. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah. But I, I, I do see your point. Like it's important to have realistic expectations. And, and I do agree. Your expectations should be realistic. And I think you should set values to that, which is kind of getting back to what I meant by like the grading thing is it's not necessarily for school that I'm like, set expectations there, but you could set your expectations for what you expect out of people and then grade them accordingly. If, if you're like, hey, I expect you to, you know, wash the dishes I was gonna say read but then like that doesn't really work in most relationships like or I expect you to you know make your make the bed if you're the last one out of it or whatever it is and you know that's something that you could be compromised on but imagine if it's something you can't compromise on like hey I expect you not to be drunk 
at 12 o'clock. Drunk and driving. Yes, that's a big one. So, like, I can't compromise and say, well, you can drink and drive every couple days. Like, no, like, you just can't do it. Or mm-hmm. I expect you not to go to jail. There's got to be, like, something that's, like, all or nothing, right? Unless, of course, it's not your fault that you're in jail, in which case, you know, get a good lawyer. I always joke that we know that, like, if I ever went to jail, it would be a complete misunderstanding because I'm so scared to go to jail that I'm such a stickler to the rules. If I go to jail, it's because somebody tried me. I'll tell you that right now. And I'll be over here like, I was framed. I would never do anything because I'm terrified of going to jail. She's like, why are you scared of going to jail? It's like, I don't want to be naked in front of other inmates. (laughs) <laughs> in front of other inmates that's what you're concerned about oh my god just just jail in general scares me every the whole idea of jail jail like i'm already scared straight you don't need to scare me straight. i the only thing that would like that would concern me about going to jail would what if i get shanked you know like oh yeah all that stuff scares me too yeah. but other than that i'm like i'm pretty sure i'd make friends <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd probably be the one that they pick on. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm pretty good at, you know, picking up on who has the bad bitch energy mm. and, and making friends with them. So it's not something that I'd be too concerned about, but that's not neither here nor there. But, you know, do set your expectations so that people know where they need to meet. And you have to communicate those expectations because if you don't, how will they know? Magic. They will read your mind. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Of course. Obviously, they should always know what I'm thinking and what I expect at all times. Um, But, you know, that's just not reality. And if they don't, they must not love me. Exactly. (laughs) All the expectations need to be set. So then when, preferably in email format or written format, so then when they say they didn't know, you could pull up the screenshots and say, hey, this was my expectation. And I think, you know, set it, it's, it's not that hard to set expectations. Um, sometimes it could be hard to meet other people's expectations. But. Oh, yeah. Especially like parents' expectations like growing up. Oh, yeah. Those can be tough. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, you know where your kids' expectations should be. (sighs) I actually don't know what's what's worse. is like trying to meet your parents' expectations or (laughs) they don't have expectations of you. (laughs) They're like, yeah, this isn't the one for that. Like, they both are pretty hard. The expectation is survive. Just survive. (laughs) Then you're like, also, I'm the dumb kid. (laughs) Like, I see where you stand. Okay. Exactly. All right, I got you, mom. You know? Like, Like we just have no, you know, you do what you want. Just be happy. And you're like, okay. And meanwhile, they're over here grilling grilling older brother sister like you gotta you gotta do this you gotta do this it'd be great for your future and you're like well am i gonna have one of those or are we not practicing <laughs> are we not practicing for for showtime no baby there's no showtime for you 
<laughs> but you know the realistic expectations and then set expectations for yourself i was about to say that great Ooh. minds think alike or broken minds think alike whatever you know <laughs> the ones that had no expectations of- no. <laughs> the ones that had no expectations think alike but yeah it's it's important to to set expectations of yourself what will you accept what will you what will you not accept um if you have an expectation where you're like hey i expect you to work 40 hours a week or i expect you to go for a walk five times a week then you have to put in that work and be there for yourself being committed to yourself exactly meet your own expectations and if you're not willing to meet your own expectations i've got news for you cheryl okay i don't know where i'm getting these names from and why they rhyme today cheryl and daryl they're actually cousins oh dear yeah just made those two up but i've got news for you cheryl if you can't meet your expectations you have no right to expect someone else to meet your expectations right so Show up for yourself first. It's like the pot calling the kettle black. Exactly. Set expectations for yourself. Set expectations for other people that could be in a relationship with you. And then figure out what matters to you. Right? If you have a whole bunch of expectations, which ones can you budge on? Can you compromise on your expectation? And then do that but you don't have to compromise on your expectations with yourself unless your expectation is I'm going to get high five times a day. Maybe you should compromise, you know, mm-hmm. but if it's, if it's a positive, if it's a positive expectation that you hold yourself to expectation or standard that you hold yourself to, then you don't have to compromise with yourself as you would compromise with someone else. And that's a really good point because you could totally be, oh yeah, I have all these expectations laid out and this is what I expect of you. And this other person's like, whoa, this is a lot. This isn't going to work unless we compromise because not everybody feels the same way. Yeah. It's that this isn't going to work. It won't. Goodbye. Yeah. That's how it ended up. (laughs) Yeah. And that's fine too. It's okay it's okay to walk away. But it's like, if you expect someone else to compromise for you, you also got to compromise for them. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe set your expectations a bit, you know, a bit lower. As long as it's not like, hmm, they said they'd only do drugs on the weekends. Oh, God. Of during, like, without those kind of expectations. People. No. No, no, no. They, they need to be able to pass the drug test. Pass the drug test when the promotion comes. We're we're talking about the kind of expectations that are, honestly, some of these expectations are like really little and tiny, but they become a really big deal, don't they? They do become a big deal, especially when you're dealing with that person constantly. Like every day? All the time, like married or like, yeah. But one thing that I do want to say is even if you do drugs, Honestly, if you're listening to if you listen to our episodes while high, please let us know how entertaining we are. Because I feel like we might be 
we're probably way more entertaining to someone that's high. I think know? we joked before that the only people that probably are listening are probably high. <laughs> yeah, they're like, wow, it like really slows down my perspective on things. Um, <laughs> no, elevated is what we'll call it now. But yeah, if you if you smoke, if you if you do any other type of drugs, we don't we don't support the use of drugs for non-drug users. But if you're already doing drugs and you're listening to the show, we'd really like to know what you think while on drugs. <laughs> it's like we don't support it, but we want to know. <laughs> yeah like should that be our target audience and if it is just when you leave a comment just say i'm not on drugs definitely not on drugs but if i was on drugs my because we don't want you to get caught up with the officials um so you know just make sure you keep it real clean and they'll never catch you (laughs) oh my gosh it's the sarcasm, honestly. I just say definitely tired. don't do that, and you'll you'll be fine. No. Yeah, just definitely don't do that. And they have no proof that you do drugs because you never admitted it. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> but um, anyways, <laughs> yeah, setting expectations. Be willing to compromise with people um, as needed, but. Do not compromise on everything. If you have core values, if you say, hey, my spouse needs to be this, this hair. I'm trying to think of something that's like non-compromisable and everything seems compromisable at the moment. I was like, this height, this weight, this. And I'm like, all of that can be compromised. That's like physical appearance stuff. I would say like if something like going let's say your religion is non-compromisable to you that you go you're with someone who has this shares the same religion that's kind of one of those things that's non-compromisable you know you're looking for someone who you can share your life with and you already know there's going to be rift if they're not sharing the same religion if it's important to you that's fair that's that's stuff like that yeah you have religion you have um electric car status morals Um, morals yeah children children yeah that's a big one that that is a very big one existing children Mm -hmm. that's a big one too um as well as children that are not born yet so you know just kind of figure out what your expectations are from people around you and then set them accordingly and then make sure that you can reach your own expectations, unless it's like an expectation of a woman that only women can do or expectation of a man that only men can do. Mm-hmm. Then you should be at that standard as well. I remember my freshman year in college, I had a friend and he was telling me I needed to go to the gym. And I was like, I don't like sweating because ill sweating. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I don't like sweating. And he was just like, but don't you want a guy that's in shape or do you just want like a guy with no body and I was like well you know in shape would be ideal and he goes well then you need to be in shape you can't expect something of someone that you won't aren't willing to do and I think that's so fair because when when it comes to other people it's not fair to hold them to a higher standard than we hold ourselves right if 
if I if something is non-negotiable to me, then I need to have met the the woman equivalent of it. Right. And if I didn't, then it's not gonna work. If if I didn't, you know, if I'm not meeting that expectation, I can't expect that from them. That's fair. You can't really expect like, oh, you have to eat super, super healthy and I'm going to be over here eating um, french fries while you eat your salad. Like, that's just exactly. mean. That's exactly. mean. And, you know, you know who does that is abusive relationships. Yes. Where they basically are like, you have to do all this stuff and it's so important. But it's okay because I'm not the one who needs it. Like, you know... Exactly. Like people that are constantly like telling you that you're fat and you're like, but I'm not. Or even if you are, it's like, I don't need you to constantly tell me that. Right. And, and not even just like fat. It's, it could be things like they say like, oh, well, you, you need to go to therapy. You have a lot of problems. And, you know, sometimes yeah. people say that like to be helpful. But you know what? You know what I'm saying, though? Those people who say it to be like deflecting off of their own yeah issues and insecurities where they're like and i feel like that happens a lot in abusive relationships where they're like you need to dress this way and you need to do that um i'm not speaking from like personal experience um the mister doesn't do that to me but i'm just saying like that happens and that's a real thing in some relationships it's definitely or friendships too like if you're not part of that clique and you don't do the same thing that they do it's like ew why do we hang out with you? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. And whenever people start saying, why do we hang out with you? You don't have to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. Simple. Let them go there for the friend streets. <laughs> All right. I think we could actually wrap up here. Do you want to take it away with the good news minute? I will. Okay, guys, so the nation's largest no-kill rescue shelter opened up in Alabama, and they saved five thousand. Yeah, Alabama. They save 5,000 dogs a year. That's insane. It's renovated from an old Greyhound training center into a facility that has the capacity to save, rehabilitate, and adopt out up to 5,000 dogs per year. That's a lot of dogs. That's a lot of dogs. And a, no no kill shelters is like... That's more than 101 Dalmatians. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Tamara, you're right. That is more than 101 Dalmatians. You're right. So Big Dog Ranch Rescue is what it's called. And they estimated that they've saved 53 thousand dogs from being euthanized that's awesome yeah that's a lot of dogs who found homes and that they get to live and no kill shelters tamra asked me earlier she's like what's that and <laughs> i'm like so is this a shelter where we don't kill people and she's like no it's dogs and i was like um yeah so i had to explain it to tamra and i think Do they kill most... cats there? i mean it's a dog center so, okay. so there's only exactly. dogs that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a dog center. It's no, it's no kill. But like, if there's a cat there, does the cat get the extension of that umbrella? They're not going to kill a cat, Tamara. These are people who love animals. They love dogs, Tamara. Okay. They're not going to kill. They're not going to kill a cat. Probably. 
The 33-acre campus also includes work centers for other programs, including one that unites veterans suffering from PTSD with abandoned service dogs and senior dog center that will pair up other dogs who lost their elderly owners with other senior citizens. Oh, that's so yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, they kind of like find these little perfect homes for them and match them up, and I think that's really awesome. That's a lot of dogs they saved. That is a lot of dogs. I wish all shelters were no-kill. I mean, that's just really sad. It is. I hear really sad when I think about but it. But Big Dog Ranch is doing the big dog thing out in they are. Alabama. Alabama. We are... Honestly, just keep up the good work. Keep saving um, those doggies. Keep saving And if the you get a cat here and there. <laughs> and, and don't kill the cats either. It would be really nice if the cats survived as well. They, they, they'll save the dogs. They'll save the dogs and the cats. It'll be okay, Tamara. All right. Because I'm really a cat person. I'm not a dog person. The, don't worry. They will. Well, thank you guys for joining us this week in the flower house. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in and listening to us again. <laughs> and if you're high, don't let us know. But like, give us wink, feedback. wink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. See you next week. Bye.